Episode 122 of The Morgue, an official Course Feed podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. How's it going? Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. Uh, We are, you know, at the end of summer. You know, if uh, buddies at home probably checked out our crypt episode already for the faculty, you know, back to school season. It's, I you know, know, it's all culminating to fall, to spooky season right around the corner. Um, a lot of things brewing for the end of the year. We got actually a, um, a good a good chunk to talk to you guys about uh, in our coming attractions. Um, yeah, we finally uh, got uh, the release date right for a uh, oh, text for the dreaded um, <laughs> Rob Zombie Munsters um, I remake mean, reboot movie thingamajigger. Yeah, like you know, it, it was first. It was like, oh, it's a home video release, which was fine. We were like, okay, maybe that's why it looks so low budget. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's the Munsters and Universal is probably like, fine, you know, it reactivates the license or whatever, you know, business stuff, right? But apparently it's going to be hitting Netflix uh, in October. So that's going to be fun. Um, e- let's see. Um, oh, no, my bad. September 27th. By fun. So we're going to have it. <laughs> Define fun. Um, for real. Because um, what we've seen of this project looks um, very not good. Um, and it's funny, even uh, a Rob Zombie at one point w- went out of his way to kind of clarify some things, right? Like he actually put out right. a statement in terms of, because a lot of people questioned um, why was this happening? Like, why was he attached? Why was it like right. a, um, a such a, what was it like um, a PG rating? Like what was going on right. with that? And yes. Rob Zombie actually went out of his way. He was like, hey guys, listen, like I was called into this by the studio execs. Like it, it, this yeah. was never part of his agenda you know right um it was it just so happens that uh you know they realized that you know zombie had a love for this stuff and you know maybe he has some time uh let's give him some money and see what happens but zombie we went out of his way it's like hey listen like in terms of it going directly to um to streaming a lot of people thought it was going to theaters um so zombie had to kind of clarify hey like this has always been a streaming project it was never meant to be anything theatrical right um it was never meant to be anything more than just a netflix project and um he did that i think very smartly because he realized the quality of stuff didn't it didn't really look a hundred percent i mean yeah like in terms of someone who who has even made so many like low budget productions as he did you know and like for him to be like upfront and just be like look temper your expectations like his you know yeah. we we all saw that first trailer like and yeah. then we all saw the follow-up trailer which was like no no better than that first one so <sighs> it was even worse of a look i'm like yeah this even it makes it even more so of a of a stay away from it right yeah already but because it's coming netflix we have no choice like so get ready get ready for that review buddies i'm, I'm curious coming, how so. long it is text right because it was rumored to be like super long at one point right i mean 
no way. Like, like this, it was rumored to like be like something movie. over two hours or something like that. And I'm right. like, absolutely I, not. Am I sitting through this not. even voluntarily? I'd be like, guys, I'm sorry. I just I didn't have the you know the fortitude to sit through this thing. Right, right. <laughs> like that's the thing, right? If we, you know, if it pops up on Netflix and you know you hit the play or you look at the, you know, you look at the description or whatever, and if it says something like 200 minutes or something like that, I'm checking out of that, dude. I like, am not even playing. I'm not even pressing play. I'm not even yeah. gonna. I'm just gonna be like, oh, look, uh, you know, the Great British Baking Show is back. I'm gonna watch that instead. Which, by the way, I'm waiting Netflix. Yeah, where is that? You know, Jesus. Uh, at max it, it's got to be like 75 80 90 minutes tops tops but, but then know, again man. this is rob zombie and even if it's like a pg I rob know. zombie and even if it's like you know watered down quote unquote from like rob zombie's original like what he does usually yeah it's it's still gonna very much be a rob zombie production money yeah. or not you know agreed. so like agreed yeah, so so it's gonna I wonder, be very like, like you know <laughs> if we'll get like any um any tie-ins into his horror verse you know how he likes to kind of throw easter I mean, eggs would, in there and yeah shit. <laughs> outside of like bringing his usual crew right so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens which with is that, uh which is always a, it's it's never a good thing anyways it, it's not no it, it's not and then you know moving from that uh you know we have something that looks a little more promising right yes, <laughs> we, absolutely Coming to Hulu on October 7th, so it's, you know, good Halloween watch. Uh, yes. The new Hellraiser. So we've we've talked about this, Hellraiser, there there was like a TV show or something going to be produced, and then, but this is a straight up Hulu movie. Yes, which and I'm very excited about. Yeah, we finally got a date, we finally got our first real look at it, we finally got our first look at the new um, the new Pinhead, first of all, and yes. it's looking great, dude, like, what yes. are you thinking? I agree 100%, it's looking great. The last time Hellraiser came to us in any kind of fashion um, was with a kind of, what was it, like a reboot of some kind, where he looked like... Like a baby um uh, and it was just like this chubby dude you know uh with a bunch of pins in his head and uh, this baby face and it didn't look good at all um no. uh, this iteration of pinhead is the one that's closer to the actual um the actual story written by clive barker mm -hmm. where it has a more feminine pinhead um i'm not sure about gender specifically but just a more feminine uh pinhead um and yeah, in terms of in terms of like recognizable features. Yes, right. Yes. Like in terms of physical yeah, attributes. Exactly, yeah. because as we've spoken off air, like you know, Cenobites and demons are usually pretty ambiguous, you know, um, mm -hmm. and they go for anything. So I really dig the design. They thought out very well how it's gonna look visually. She looks great, which is yeah. which is important because, like yeah. we said, uh, you know, go way back deep into the archives. We've done a Hellraiser review, mm -hmm. and like as as we've talked about back then, what we remember are the visuals. But yes. like when watching Hellraiser itself, those visuals only account for like fifteen percent of the movie's runtime. Yeah, right, so, agreed. Um, so. I think they're gonna if if it does focus on the Clyde Barker story, I think it's gonna have a more centralized uh, um, approach, a more focused approach in terms of uh, uh, giving us what we want, right? Which is more Cenobites, right. more of that kind of demonic kind of world, more of that um, you know where that world where Frank went to, where you know he got hung he up and with a bunch up. of chains and all yep. that stuff. So yep. um, I think they're leaning more towards that. And I think they're going for a more like, hey, you know, a more like, you know, you know, F it. Let's just see what happens. Let's put some more I horror think, into this thing and, and see what and I, see what's I, up. 
I think Barker is involved too, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in some capacity. I can't remember if it's like if he has any input or. You I know, mean, it, I, that's good and all and everything, but Clive Barker has shown to me, for me, Clive Barker has shown that you know he needs to be tamed when it comes to his creative vision. Um, right. I'm not sure if you guys right. have seen. A, uh, Lord of Illusions, that's just a wild ride. But even if you see all, all the Hellraisers and stuff like that, like, you know, Clive Barker needs to be, you know, properly focused and channeled in or else it's going to get very complex unnecessarily. But I am hoping that they kind of just reach out to him in terms of like that darkness, because what he can bring to yeah, the table I, I is more of that, yeah. that, that, um, that spookiness, that darkness, that Clive Barker kind of like scary shit kind of factor you know right, um, right. so i am hoping he's a att um he's attached in that kind of capacity where he can um elevate this this tv movie essentially into what um can be you know the the next generation of hellraiser right because we've seen hula be super uh, successful with prey right which is yes. uh this movie that came from you know a script from the 80s and now it's it's been reiterated a bunch of times to an to not that much success and hulu finally was like you know what let's pick this up let's give it uh you know some good amount of money a good budget and a good creative mind and and look what we got with prey so i'm hoping right we get the same thing with this version of hellraiser and it will inspire if not more hellraiser you know good hellraiser kind of stories because you can do that with the kind of with the kind of topic that hellraiser is um yeah. overall um and, and besides yeah. uh Hulu has had a, a lot more success with original horror than like Netflix has. Yeah. Than, like, you know, like, you know, thinking back on what we've reviewed just here, like, yes. Uh, fresh. It, yes. Thank the, you. Uh, yeah. Fresh and Prey alone is better than yes. anything Netflix has released all year long, to be honest with you. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. Just uh, rating alone. Like, you know, fresh, I gave a nine. Prey got an eight. You know what I mean? So, like, Hulu at least is when they do focus on an actual movie, it seems like they have the right creative process in mind, right? Because it seems to be working, especially for these these genre flicks, which I'm pretty sure that they're not, they don't a lot, a lot, like, they don't a lot, a lot of money to, but. Um, right. It's the, it's, the, it's the Disney thing of it all. Yeah, it's the, exactly. You know, it's the, while Disney is doing Disney, this is the Fox Searchlight. Yes. The, you know, this is the. I forget what the actual thing. I don't think it was Miramax. It was like one of the other companies or whatever. But mm -hmm. it's like this was the the shadow company that Disney had, you know, to do all the adult stuff. Yes, you know what I mean? exactly, exactly. So so Hulu might just be in that same boat now. Like Hulu just might be the platform for all these like smaller projects that you know could end up like reviving these things. Like maybe like maybe Candyman would have had better luck if it were released on Hulu as like a Hulu project instead of like going to. Theaters. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe if we yeah. got more of these reboots in Hulu instead, yeah, maybe and, we'd have better luck. And it's funny, know? we said it last year, like a lot of the movies that we waited for post the pandemic weren't really anything to call home about with it, which you know, they could have probably gotten more eyes on Hulu than they did in theaters, right? right? Speaking of, uh, you know, Spiral, you know, that was the first big, <sighs> like one of the first big returns like to theaters. Uh, one of the we first big see. disappointments, right? And of, also, of yes, and, and also one of the first big disappointments. But like, you know, if 
like it's getting a sequel already or, or we're getting a new saw i believe instead of a new spiral but it's like imagine if that were like a hulu movie instead like if spiral were released on hulu i'd be like you know it wasn't great but it's also you know y- y- we would judge it better in terms of just you know yeah <laughs> <But> it would <laughs> get the extra handicap right for being yes for, for not taking us out of our comfort zone um, off the bat, right? So yes, we don't have to go exactly. to a theater and deal with traffic or a parking lot situation or sit next to a stranger. So you, there's, you, you, know, you would yes. get the handicap point, like half a point. Yes. There you go. Enjoy. Yeah. And like, you know, as we'll talk about later this, uh, this episode, there's nothing wrong with just releasing on streaming. So, no, um, not at all. so moving on, speaking of, uh, well, we do have to address what's going on with, uh, you know, Warner Brothers and Discovery, speaking oh, of streaming and speaking man. of movie projects in the works and all that stuff so they are cutting things like wild they are moving their schedule around stuff is going on we won't really get into the nitty-gritty but we what we will mention here is that uh aquaman got pushed Mm -hmm. shazam got pushed to next year Aquaman got pushed to like later in next year. I think it's like December now or something wild like that. Oh. Uh, the flat, the flash is still apparently like a thing, but that also got pushed back to whenever. So on top of all of that, they're canceling so much, so many things for HBO Max. And it's like, we're sitting here talking about like how good, you know, streaming could be you know, in terms mm. for like for these small movies. And HBO is, or Warner Brothers Discovery is like, no, well, we want to put more towards like, you know, the reality shows that do well for Discovery and like, you know, the, the Guy Fieri's, the, you know, the, the House Hunters or whatever like things are going on in Discovery Channel, you know, so mm. it, it's rough, buddy. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's like, super rough, man. Like, I get it. I love, you know, I love my uncle Guy and diners, drivings, and dives, and everything. I, I love a lot of stuff, right? But yeah. man, when this acquisition happened, I don't think anyone really foresaw the capacity of uh, of cuts that were right. just made in the last month, right? right. Um, from from cutting a complete film that was done and was worth millions of dollars with Batgirl, right? And they tried to save face by trying to keep communication and relationships with those. <laughs> with the talent i'd I'd be like no i'm good i'm good and it sucks too because those directors like are on record in like an interview going well we'd be happy to work with them again and it sucks because it's like that must be a terrible position to be in right where it's like it's clear that you really got messed over you know but at the same time you do still have to be like they're they're small like yeah they've done stuff like bad boys for life and they've done stuff from like miss marvel Mm -hmm. like they did the they did the first two episodes or something like that, if I remember correctly. They've done stuff, but they're still relatively new in getting out there. Yes. You know, in terms yes. of like these bigger projects. And if they were, if they straight up were like, no, I'm good after Warner Brothers after all this, like that would suck for them. You know, it would yeah. only hurt their career I, yeah, even more, more so than this, right? But then again, too, it's like a whole movie got scrapped. You know what I mean? Like a whole, yeah, that's a whole that's like yeah. scheduling of, of being busy to film this thing, right? I just got yes. completely thrown in the garbage like they, it was nothing. All those all those years of work they put into it was just thrown, thrown away. out, you so, know. Um, and so, yeah, and it's it aside sucks. from that, they've been cutting um, left and right on, like you mentioned, on HBO Max. They have plans to change that up, which I'm scared of because HBO Max yeah, is pretty gonna, awesome. 
they're going to fuse it with Discovery, Discovery <sighs> Plus, which which sucks because I get HBO Max through HBO. Like yeah. I pay the HBO. Uh, yeah, me too. I get the HBO channel and I get HBO Max. So like, I'm not I don't paying extra. Have to, Yes, exactly. I don't want to have to suddenly pay for a new subscription because then I'll cancel HBO. You know what I mean? Yeah. I won't need it. Yeah. And then um and then on top of that, like they've kind of um just done having shit all over like their comic book properties, but they they've been But they but trying, they have. They, like let's let's be honest. But they have yeah. in order to restart, right? Um right. it's not like they were in a good position to begin with. It's not like you came in there and everything was rolling and then you were like, no, let's halt all this progress and That's just restart. Fair. You know what I mean? Like they've had many stops and starts. Like for instance, like they didn't green light the Pattinson uh, Batman two movie up until just recently confirming that this yes. is the Batman they're going with. Cause it was on hold for a while and they were like, everything was on hold for a while. And I think bit by bit, they just started, they um, started to discover what they want to go with. And um, Pattinson's Batman is a big part of that. Um, and then um, Joker two. I was with just, Lady Gaga. I was gonna get up to that one. I'm still confused about <laughs> greenlighting that one because they don't live in the same space. So what are you doing right. here? Because you're over here touting a oh I want to have a cohesive universe like a Marvel does, like a Fahey does, right? Uh, but you're over here greenlighting Joker two with Lady Gaga, which is it's it's legit and on its own kind of movie because it's a musical. It's totally different from anything else you have going on in the universe. Yeah, there. There are reports that Warner Brothers Discovery is looking for like their own Feige, like their own executive to like run this thing. And, uh, that would be a smart idea. Like, like we said though, like, like you're, like you're alluding to, it's like you, you have so many Elseworlds projects still yeah. out there. Like, yeah. that you really, you like, and then, then you're still gonna have Black Adam. Yeah. You still, you still you, wanna you still have your Aquaman Flash 2 movie. out there. You see, yes. Yeah. You and Shazam. And like, then, yes. What they don't understand is like that, um, or maybe they do understand, which is why they're doing stuff, which, but this again leads to more questions. That, yes. that Marvel started with a clean slate, right? Marvel yes. didn't have ongoing projects in the back end. Like, it wasn't a Blade 4, you know, trying to come out right. at that time. Right. You know what I mean? So, Great point, yes. Yeah, so they had nothing going on. So, so they had a very flat and empty landscape to work with. An empty canvas, if you will, right? They so, started, they literally yes. made their own studio to yes. start this thing. Yeah, so. Like, to, to start Iron that, Man. Yeah. That's one of the main differences because they were able to work their way from the ground up. These people in WB now, they're like, okay, what do we have here? And they see dollar signs with some properties and dollar signs and no dollar signs with others. They don't see a proper um, a trajectory with certain films, which is why they're scrapping things. They want big event kind of stuff, right? Like big story team stuff i think is what they want you know that that's why the batgirl thing doesn't make sense right yeah it's batman and michael keaton's batman was going to be in it like as like a big like you know so even like i don't uh, don't understand and then maybe it's part of what they're doing with flash because like we said because uh you know we haven't got into the whole ezra miller situation because you know there's a lot going on there, and there's a lot more than, you know, we can talk about here because it's, like, it's a lot of no, but, drama. But, but, like, we can say so, uh, something about it. He pretty much just oh, – yeah. uh, he um, uh, th- uh, they, they just they, apologized uh, yes. for, uh, you know, for their nonsense. They were like, yeah, you and, know what? Our bad. <laughs> and the re- that was part of the report. Yeah, like, so, so – 
WB was yes. trying to balance that out mm-hmm. uh, as Arturo was just getting to that like they were either thinking okay do we not go with the Flash do we go with the Flash and keep Ezra Miller out of like the promotional like yes out of like the the press circuit basically because mm-hmm. you know once you put Ezra Miller in the press circuit it's... he's gonna, they're gonna get all these questions mm-hmm. about like everything that's happening. Or do they have Ezra Miller apologize and get out in front of it and then head into the future like that? And get some and rehab clearly, help and all that stuff. You know, the right, whole and, like wrestler thing or, or <laughs> the whole sports yeah. thing about it, right? It's like, yes, yeah, he's and, getting help. Uh, they're getting help finally. You know, uh, they went in front of, uh, you know, the conference, a press conference and apologized for their nonsense. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, we're moving forward. I'm going to get help and all and that nonsense. That's, that's so what they've done. That's so, what's yeah. going on with Flash right now. They've gotten to the point. I'm curious how they got to that point because it, it seemed very, like, very bleak at one point where Ezra Miller was just wilding out. Doing Ezra some- was doing Ezra things in. In, yeah, in some, everywhere like, they went. <laughs> yes, and it's not even like it's it's not even like uh, you know I know I'm saying this like standard quote unquote standard stuff that they're doing right. It's not even like oh a DUI here. Yeah, st- sca- general scandal stuff we've heard about. But you it's know not. I mean? like, it's it's legit. It's like, like oh, oh there was like a physical and, like, abuse and fights, and getting into fights, screaming at neighbors, and breaking into people's homes. Yes, or holding like people that. Like, like hostage and squatting in people's homes and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just it's, really wild, degenerate it, shit, you know? <laughs> yes, that is precisely it, Arturo. And that's the thing, like, but at the same time, we're also hearing reports of, you know, whether or not, you know, they hold any water is still, you know, still remains to be seen. But, like, we're getting reports that, like, test screenings for The Flash are doing well. Yes. And that's what's <laughs> unfortunate because it's like, you know, with no Batgirl, we get no Michael Keaton back. And if Flash doesn't happen, that's our only chance at Michael Keaton Batman. And then the whole thing was like, oh, Michael Keaton was supposed to show up in like Aquaman as like a big like, you know, as DC's like big Nick Fury figure of like bringing all these movies together, that they're replacing him with the Ben Affleck Batman, which is... You know, it's, it's good in itself because we do. We, it's we do like Ben Affleck because yes, we're that, right yes. back to the beginning of the argument. Like, what are you doing? Like, are you gonna then, see? It, this is why if you <laughs> are gonna keep Affleck, bring back our baby Cavill. You know. Yes. I'll bring back Gal Gadot and do Wonder Woman 3, but like make Wonder Woman 3 that movie that sets up the proper Justice League then after that. Yeah. You know? Make Wonder Woman 3 like a Superman team up movie or yes, something. Yes. Like exactly. two birds, one stone, right? Uh, make like, it like yeah. the Civil War. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Like they stole Captain America's Thunder and, and his sequel for Civil War. Do the same thing with Gal Gadot. Because honestly, I can't see another story for her right now. Dude, and, and they've already done it for Man of Steel. Yes. Right? So Exactly. We never got Man of Steel two. We got Batman v Superman. So yes, it's like exactly. So so you're so right, Arturo. Just just if you're gonna either- do that, man. Like again, I don't have a problem with that, right? I really don't because like I didn't mind these movies, but follow through. We've gotten so, yes. so much like oh, we don't want this, we don't want that, we don't want this, we don't want that. Like um, supposedly like Warner Brothers totally regretted releasing the Snyder cut of uh, you know like of um, yeah, which is of Justice which is League. so. So weird, right? Which like, is wild. So but then it's funny. The new, uh, you know, the new regime, I think, like the Snyder Cut. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of – they don't know 
what they want to do at the end of the day, Tex. They yeah, have they even no tried clue to, where they they're tr- going. <laughs> this they is why they were like, like let's let's green let, let's green light Joker too. Let's green light Batman too. Let's yeah, let's continue with it, this flash nonsense. Like it's 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 business as usual again. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're so right. Because you know they see the dollar signs, they see Joker winning Academy Awards, mm. they see the Batman doing like gangbusters at the box yeah, office, dude. getting all getting that critical reception. Yes, you know? so great it's like, point. So it's imagine like, well, shitting we, we on have to keep, yes, so dude. Imagine shitting on a sequel going. from an Oscar-winning performance, right? It's like, no, we're not yes. giving you another one. Yeah, so they're like, no, we we do have to like it, like their their hands are tied with that stuff. Like they do have to do it. Like they do have to make the Batman two. They do unfortunately have to make Joker two. But at the same time, they're trying to figure out what their their DCU. So it's like, but you see though, to that text, do they? Like, do they, like, they, f- I understand you. They feel they have to, right? They, they right, feel obligation, right. like, because, damn, the Batman did very well in the box office. And all the, it, it it's a critical the money darling. on the table. It's the money on the table. Yes, it's right there in front of them, right? It's like, hey, there's yes. already a fucking script here. Like, why would we just, like, not go through with this? Especially behind, because they were critical darlings and because Joaquin won an Oscar for that and because Pattinson legit was you know, one oh, of the best Batman on screen in dude, a long time. I'm so. pretty sure Todd Phillips, like part of the pitch for Joker 2 was like, we're getting Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. And they're like, okay, yes, back I up the it. money trucks. Yes, yes. I love it. <laughs> yeah. You son of a they're bitch, like, I'm in. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah for Rick and Morty, yeah. Like, back up the money trucks, right? So that's, it's such like a, a weird thing because at the same time, we, you know, we've talked about this before. Go listen to our, our Marvel extravaganza where we did have a DC conversation conversation for the last chunk Mm -hmm. of it of like either do a clean slate and start brand new or figure your stuff out like figure yourself out now as like i guess that's what they're trying to do but it's messy right now yeah i think yeah they want to have their cake and eat it too man i think until we start seeing all this rolling you know we're gonna have all these questions and you know and black adam's not gonna help all that because black adam's part of the old regime you know, and oh, like, and Shazam is still there. You know, yeah, and Shazam is still like, there. Like, man, we're, that's the thing I guess, too, right? I, like, I think, I think we're not going to see what's going to happen until like Aquaman, like until Aquaman two comes out, and it's like establishing what what we can look forward to from there. You know, and that's next December, right? Aquaman two. Right? Yeah, and even then, dude. At the same time, like, do they even need a connected universe? Like. You see, I like, but even, then, like, I don't think so. Was right? Aquaman <laughs> slated to come out this December, right? Aquaman two. It was, uh, no, I don't think so because it was. Oh, I'm sorry, but it Shazam was, like, was uh, yeah, was coming out Shazam this December. Shazam was scheduled right? this year. Yeah, then it got pushed to March. Just release I it, man. Like, but yeah. like, well, the excuse for Shazam was that it was coming at the same time as Avatar two. So they're you right. know, they, they didn't Which want makes any competition. It makes sense, yeah, because yeah, because like, uh, Avatar two is going to dominate IMAX screens for like. Pretty much till till next year, I think, right? Or whenever Avatar two comes out, yeah. Like, um, but who knows, Arturo? I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I don't know, man. Let, you know what? Let's uh, let's move on to that to I know Marvel, a, a better right? <laughs> the better side of superheroes, right? Yeah, let's go back to the the good connected universe, right? The one the 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 thing that's doing everything right so far. Um, Word, right? <laughs> so She Hulk, She Hulk, Attorney at Law. 
officially premiered on Disney Plus. We, you know, by this point, by the time of this recording, uh, we've seen the first three episodes. And I, I don't know how you're feeling, Arturo, but I'm in. This is my um, favorite of these shows so far. Yeah, I'm to in. be honest with you, um, I was a big fan of Hawkeye um, because it, it learned how to kind of combine that comic book element of fun with an actual, mm-hmm. you know, good story that can translate to the screen. Um, right. Same thing for this one, honestly. Like, it's just a comic book, dude, on on TV. I'm having a lot of fun watching it. It reminds me of reading the She-Hole comic books where they were also fun and very whimsical. And yeah, it didn't take itself... And, yeah, it yeah, didn't take all... itself too seriously, just like this one. And I think they're doing a great job of also tying all the little bits and pieces of Marvel together to the show, right? All the little side stories, you know? I love it, man. I dig it. And and they're short and sweet, right? They're about 20 to 23 yeah, minutes long, you know? They're, they're TV episodes. Yeah, legit. Which is wild, yeah. right? Like, looking at Disney+, Plus, like, Hawkeye is a good example. All those episodes were, like, 30, 40 minutes, mm-hmm. like, 35, yep. 45 minutes. And, like, while that was good for the story and good for what it was, like, seeing a TV TV show changes things. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I'm like, oh, this changes my expectation for things from from now on. Yeah, you know? this yeah, you're absolutely right. It really does feel like a a like you're walk, uh, watching Fox at eight o'clock at night, right? Right. And you're watching yeah. that episode of uh, of She Hulk, a brand new episode of She Hulk. It does feel very made for broadcast. You know what I mean? Um, yes. And I think that's why it kind of flows very well. You know, it's it's obviously without its criticisms, and not from my point honestly, but it's more from like what people on the internet are saying. It's just very Dude, annoying, just yes. dribble. Honestly, um, Dude, yes. No one's it's happy so hard with anything in life these days. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, hey, it's, like, yeah. you guys obviously haven't picked up a She-Hole comic book. You know, it and shows. that's the thing, too. It's so funny. Like, uh, one of the episodes even calls attention to that. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they predicted exactly what people were going to say. Yeah. Like, it's so funny, too, because uh, online, there were people, like, taking screen grabs of, like, real tweets and putting it against the ones that showed up in She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, one for one, dude. It's wild. That's crazy. And, like, yeah, because that's the thing. Like, it's so many – it's hard to take any of that stuff seriously, right, Arturo? Because mm-hmm. it's, Agreed. like, it's so it's so out of bad faith. Because it's, like, it's it's clearly coming from, like, like a place of, it's like – It's coming from a mean place. Like, yes. Like, it's not criticism. It's, it's not criticism. It's just, you're just being like a really mean person. Like, fuck off, you know? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> seriously, yeah, man. Like, just because it, it's a, it's and a it's, female it, led And like, it's not even show. like, it's not even like they're criticizing story, right? No, it's it, just criticizing the fact that, like, it's a woman. Oh she, my God, she, dude. She openly talks about, like, how tough it is to be a woman in Which society. Which is, hey, like, it's. It's one hundred percent true. Like and there's that's the thing, right? no lies. Yes. As, as a kid say these days, there's no cap, right? Like there's, yes, yes. Legit. Like, like everything she's saying from her first episode of her, you know, d- dealing with anger, which is like, hey, you know, that's on point. You know, I mean, you know, like you know, cat calls. Yeah, and, like it's. That's what that, that's what I really loved. I'm like, after she put it that way, I'm like, oh, no wonder she's so good at being a Hulk, right? <laughs> yes. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, maybe people should look inside themselves yeah. and wondering, like, you know, why am I really angry at this? Because you know, that's, a, <laughs> they that's really the thing. are angry. Especially with like, dude. So so at the end of the, epi- the, end of the third episode, <laughs> the she has a yeah. quirky. She has a twerking scene with Megan Thee Stallion, which is the payoff to like a whole episode of like teasing Megan Thee Stallion. Right? Yeah, like, it's yeah. Just, it was the big payoff. I loved it. It Me was too. a great scene. Like it was. Oh, I mean, for many reasons, right? But like that, like set off a whole thing. Dude, of people just 
I'm like, for what? Yeah, like, it's it, so, it was hilarious. It's so harmless. Like, I, <laughs> like, like I go on, like I like going online and just like you know debunking a bunch of nonsense. So like, um, right, like. There was a meme that that went around. They were like, "Oh, Marvel went from this to this," and it showed scenes from like it, it showed legit like three stills from the last you know fight scene in fucking Endgame, right? And they're, right. And they're saying, "Oh, it went from this," and, and then they're showing the twerking still, right? I'm like, and I, and I put it in the bottom. I'm like, "You guys are seriously comparing the last battle in Endgame to yeah, a post credit climax- scene yeah. on a Disney Plus TV show, bro?" <laughs> Dude, the climax to ten years of storytelling, oh right? Like, yeah, they were like, "How can it go from this serious to this?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Have you guys not seen the post credit scene at the end of of the first Avengers where they're eating freaking shawarma, right? Yes, and, like dude. in some like in some like restaurant there at the end, they're all beat up and everything, eating dude, food. And, and that was point. and that was as to the that was a request by by freaking Robert Downey Jr. to put in that movie. You know what I mean? Because it was an Absolute, inside joke they had. Absolutely correct, Arturo. That is a great point because once, like, first of all, it's a post-credits scene, yes, right? Like, it's 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 a, just a filler scene. It's nonsense. And as we've seen from all the Marvel movies, in like from Phase from Phase Two and beyond, yeah, like this, the second post-credits scene is usually just like a goof anyway. And then you know, if you want to get really down into it with these nerds out here, like you got to get blunt with them. It's like, you, how many of these post-credits scenes could you actually remember and actually? say that they had a big part in any of the stories exactly right? exactly like, and that's just the post credit scene that they blew up about something yeah. so nonsense so harmless and then so it, like it's, it's it's messed up text because they're completely ignoring the fact that they did an amazing job tying the shang chi movie to like like tying the whole tying everything together oh like i was God, saying like how awesome so, was that you're so right like <laughs> That's the thing. Like, they're so mad at that third episode post credits. They missed the third episode. The entire right? episode, right? <laughs> we got we got Wong back. We got uh, Abomination, who's like now free from prison. Yeah. We got like a Korg whole. Like, you right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're so right. Like they tied in Shang Chi. Like we finally got uh, we we're we're in the timeline. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing. So many of these Marvel fans have complained about face. We've talked about this in the past, right? Of like people complaining that oh, there's not enough connectivity between all of them. And the only time you and I have had a problem with that was the Turtles, where it was oh, just not enough. Right still to this day, but, baby. <laughs> Even till this day, but, other movies are doing their job of connecting them t- to the rest of the world, right? To the rest of the universe. Yes. Which is yes. like and- – and dude, even in She-Hulk, there's an Eternals shout out of yes. like, you know, when she's looking through her, when she's uh, in the first episode, whatever, looking for jobs. Looking for jobs, yeah. One of, yeah, one of the online ads or one of the online stories is saying, oh, what's up with the giant statue in the ocean? <laughs> there's a, a bar fight with a guy with metal claws. Yep. So, so it's a cool Wolverine so shout out. So you see, out. like, like that's there's the so things much, that dude. Yes. us as like nerds have to focus on, like the... Are they doing a good job of tying the universe together? Yes, that is their job right now, and they're doing a great job. And think about it, dude. They're doing it in like twenty-minute episodes, bro. And, and 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 they're entertaining. You know what I mean? Like people got to stop. People got to stop. Dude, you got to go on Disney yes. Plus and watch She-Hulk because it's refreshing. It's a breath of fresh air. It's honestly what the vibe of these new phases has been all about, right? It, like it's yes. been, it's had its serious moments, but it knows that. 
hey, listen, we're we're a comic book world. You know what I mean? Let's make yes. sure we pay service to the comic of it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like, to, to the panel of it all, right? That's why I get so upset. I'm upset. Like, reacting to this thing, it's mm-hmm. not a full review, so we'll we'll have a full review when the show's over, yeah. thankfully. But um, just in reactions to it, it's like, this is a, a Hulk story. Mm-hmm. too like we haven't had a proper hulk story yeah. since like hulk dude you know freaking like, we have bruce banner going back to sakar right with people yeah, like oh my like, god world war hulk world war hulk and i'm like let's yeah. tone it down a little bit let's see what happens yeah, let's, <laughs> let's let's figure out what that means first yeah. right so but again but, as you mentioned tex but, we have a hulk story um which we haven't gotten at all throughout any of these phases um right. it's all about hulk it continues to uh, to go back to bruce banner which i think it's a great tie-in it's very smart for them to go back to like this main anchor that everyone always remembers like oh bruce banner bruce banner bruce banner yeah it's you know? so funny that they they even called out the fact that like he was a different actor in the original one like <laughs> a yeah, completely he's like, oh, different person I was different. <laughs> literally yeah so it's good on them like that's the other thing too i love all the the fourth wall breaks mm-hmm. like uh that's that's she hulk's big thing in the comics too yes. like she hulk's always addressing the like the readers so like it's just a lot of fun or two and like Agreed. coming off of miss marvel which was also just like a fun small show mm-hmm. like i want i want more of these it's cool I mean? too like, like um um it's cool because you can see the different kind of audiences as you mentioned um in the miss marvel review that one's tailored to more like a cw kind of adolescent teen thing early high school thing um she right. is tailored to like like i remember back in the day like you know like late high school you know early college kind of like the ally McBeal crowd back in the day the buff crowd right yeah the Um, adult contemporary yeah dude exactly so this is what like they they have different audiences and if you don't like this one maybe you'll like miss marvel if you like if you don't like miss marvel maybe you'll like hawkeye you know there's a show for everybody but honestly folks they all do a great job of tying into one another so and that's the thing too you're gonna have to see this either way you marvel nerds yeah because come 2025 we have two avengers movies man yeah and we're gonna get we're probably gonna get she hulk Mm -hmm. along with who knows of her like her extended cast you know what i mean and that's the other thing too like just like miss marvel like the cast is stacked yes i'm I'm having a like i'm liking everybody i've seen so far you know um just that's the the marvel casting like whoever whoever leads the casting part because yeah like faggy gets all his credit for like you know directing this universe whatever but whoever's finding these people for these exact roles like good on them like that's that's also a big thing yeah yeah marvel does a great 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 casting um like yeah, like Tatiana Mazzani, she's great. She Hulk, yeah, right? can't like Good I'm, for her, man. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see the rest of the show. Excited to see her in like future Avengers movies. You know what I mean? So yeah, let's, um, let's I'm do very it, excited let's for all it. that. And and people just stop watching if you guys aren't happy with it. And, and and all you have to do is like say mean things about like the actors and like you know the you know th- themes and, and social commentary. Right. Just stay away, guys. Stay away. Stay the fuck away. Yeah, it, you, there's we, a we difference don't need that kind between... of energy here, man. There's a difference between criticism and just like being mean for the sake of it. You know, one hundred percent. Yeah, and you know, criticism, like we said, we we talk about like we criticize here on the show, but it comes from a place of like taking in the whole product, looking at the you know the bads and the goods, and speaking about them in a way that it's not like not exactly you know pointing like it's in the context of the show itself yeah you know and that's the thing like when you start talking about like out of context in the show like if the show were like openly antagonizing people i'd be like okay maybe i get it but you know what i mean it's <laughs> yeah it's yeah. not it's 
it's just fun. Agreed. It's just been a fun show, dude. It's it's been a fun show. Um, it's been a great watch. Like I said, they're nice and quick. They're like quick hitters. It's like watching. A- of what we do in the shadows, right? Just quick hits, you know? Um, And yeah, folks, highly recommend it. Go watch She-Hulk and catch the first three episodes on Disney Plus now. And from one awesome uh, show on streaming to another to another awesome uh, product on streaming, right? Our feature presentation uh, for this episode is the movie Watcher. Uh, You can find it on Shudder. Tex, I originally wanted to watch this in theaters, um, Mm -hmm. but it was in such limited release that it became really hard to watch it. Um, and I just couldn't have time to, to go. It was like playing in one theater in the city. And I'm like, damn, I don't have time to go. Hopefully, I can catch it on streaming. And boom, folks, Shudder put it on its streaming services. Um, I believe you can also, um, if you don't have Shudder, you can catch it on Amazon Prime and rent it. But just off the bat, this is a total pay for it. Uh, total yeah, pay for it. Um, any chance you can pay for it, whether it's renting it, whether you can catch a, you know, like a friend's a Shudder subscription or whatever or a trial, pay for it um this movie honestly um i feel about it the same way i felt after i watched the invisible man and i i am in that zone so um tex what do you say before we start you know breaking this thing oh yeah before we get it before we even get into it because like that's the thing it's so it's short it's only like 90 something minutes Mm -hmm. but like it goes by at such a pace that it like i don't know we'll get into it but like yes it's it's definitely a pay for it. I agree. Uh, it's it's earned the editor's choice award. Of course, like it's the Morgs editor's yeah, choice. Yeah, and that's kind brand new. We, like that just like was created today. That's how good this yeah, movie was. Just, now we had to find a way to kind of just yes. put this out there because it's not a new movie. You know, it's new on streaming, but it's not technically a new theatrical release. So we were like, listen, we it, it's, it was so good. We just had to find some time to talk about it. Um, yeah, and we made some time and I'm it. very happy to start uh, getting into it and breaking down. Once again, folks, uh, watch it. You can catch it on Shudder. Um, if, if you don't want any spoilers, please pause it right here and go catch that movie and then come back to us and uh, and enjoy this breakdown. Full spoilers uh, right ahead, folks. And uh, yes. honestly, yes. as I was saying before, this movie gave me complete vibes of the Invisible Man, which completely marked over after the first watch. From uh, the performances in that movie to every little second of it unfolding, the suspense and everything, this one was the exact same thing for me. Um, It was, I didn't know what to expect. I expected a slow movie for sure, Uh, like a slower paced movie than what we got. Uh, Yeah, which is, yeah, yeah, which is what I was trying to allude to earlier, where it's like, it's, it's a, it's a relatively short movie, Mm -hmm. but it feels, it feels beefy. The trailer even, Yes. Yeah, absolutely right. That's a great way to put it. It does feel beefy. Even in the trailer, when you see it, you're like, oh, this looks like a very slowish like super movie, slow, you know? Yeah, yeah. But then, honestly, dude, the minute you press play and you pass all the, you know, like all the title credits and stuff like that, there's a bunch of people who were responsible f- for bringing this movie to life, which is awesome. Thank you for that. But once you press play and, and you get right into the first scenes with the actors, you start getting this sense of... Uh, yeah, it's a very, As like, my wife put it, of dread, right? Like, they had yeah. a really good way to build dread from the jump. It's this couple who's in this foreign land. The husband uh, takes a job in uh, in Romania, right? He's, uh, like, a native yes. Romanian, or his mom was, so he speaks the language, but uh, his wife doesn't, right? So they're in this strange land off the bat, and and the taxi guy is already talking Romanian, and she's a, you, you can see in her face she's like I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, you so know? like right from the jump, it's very like uncomfortable. Yes, because it puts you it puts you in her shoes. Uh, Micah Monroe, first of all, Micah Monroe, uh, who we correct. do need to talk about. Like she 
she chooses her roles very carefully. Yes. And, you know, as, as much as you or I didn't like It Follows, because, you know, um, I, I don't know if we've ever talked about it here, but like. No, not um, at length like that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't like It Follows. Yeah, I don't like it either because it's one of those where like the concept really doesn't really fit in with a. Uh, yeah, I'm good off horror. STDs, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty yeah, much what it is. Like, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like if you have sex, f- you're gonna pass this along and it's gonna be evil and yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. but she was solid in yes, it. She like, was. you know, and more importantly, she was solid in the guest, yes. which is where I first saw her. So it's like to see her do the guest, it follows and now watch her. It's like, oh, you really are just a horror movie queen. You're, you're a scream queen. Like, you, you under- <laughs> yeah, that's like, a great point, but not like a typical scream queen either. Like, uh, like we've talked about in the past, we had a scream queen summer. Mm-hmm. She, Micah Monroe now joins those ranks of like choosing very particular roles to like, she gets it. I think that's the thing, yeah, right? It's like, like uh, like I can compare her to like in terms of choosing her roles in terms of like a Tony Collette you know um, yes, where she, yes. she picks these roles in horror like let's say even with go back to the sixth sense as the mom right like she yes. picks these roles where she just shines and she has these parts where she just shines it's the same thing here uh, uh, Michael Monroe has shown in the past that, that she has a, a wide range um, under her tool belt and here it it shows. Um, yeah. And Importantly, it shows that she can stand on her own. Yes. That's the thing. Like she, The fact that like here especially, like this yes. was the ultimate test. Because like you said, it's uncomfortable right from the get-go. Yes. And we're put into her POV basically of like – A know, stranger in a new the, land. Yes. Yeah, I don't speak the language. I don't have a job here. I'll be home alone most of the day because my husband works. So yes. we get – um like uh, uh, before I get into um, – a uh, point like off the bat when you get to that new residence you see a person already watching out the window that old lady with the cat right she's already like yes. l- looking at them a very like like a menacing kind of shot right um yes and then like you get into the whole apartment and and then as you go along you see all these windows right like and and then these big old windows everyone just doing their own stuff and living and then you understand that it's like hey like this is like um a real life kind of situation where one can be a stranger in a new land right like one can be um a a tourist or on a student visa or working abroad or something and be in this exact same situation you know um and that's what makes it yeah (laughs) and that's what makes it that's what connects i i think with uh the audience right like the fact that holy shit you know like i could be in the same situation here yeah it's that it's that immediate isolation Mm -hmm. despite the fact that like you know she does have her husband there and all that stuff like the fact that she's not like alone alone but in for all intents and purposes is alone you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, Correct. yeah, absolutely. Like, and that's the thing. And so there's so much of that in the movie itself. Like That's what we said. Like, it, it feels beefy because although it's only 90 minutes, it's just constantly hitting you with that. Like, it's constantly hitting you with that sense of, like, there's something wrong here, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just it's Yeah, so, there's like, dread throughout the movie, suspense throughout. That's why it's so successful, because to do that and to make it feel like it's chugging along, too, at the same point. Um, I'm sorry, at the same time, it's very difficult because a lot of times you see movies that opt to go with the heavy kind of development stuff that makes it a really long, slow burn, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And um, this movie does a really good job of just kind of doing that, but just being really good at moving the story along where it doesn't get stuck there, right? So um, 
one right. point. That's the, that's the other thing. Yes. It's, it's also got like an interesting story. Like yes. it's not just the, the dread. Exactly. Right? Cause, cause you know, we, I, I think I was trying to think of like a, an example that we could use here. Cause you know, there's, a, there's a difference between like setting that environment, right. Of like, you know, um, a very ugly environment, a very uncomfortable environment, but like not doing anything with it. Yes. You know, but, but there's like a weird, like, uh, there's a mystery that she's trying to also solve through the whole thing, right? Yes. Like of like, of the watcher himself. Yeah. It's like, like, Hey, the- who's this guy watching right into the apartment, you know? Um, yes. Yes. So great point. Um, yeah, there is this mystery that it's kind of irking her, especially since she kind of has nothing really to do, right? Yeah, um, so, so that's she, all she's been. Yes, all, all yes, she's been but, thinking is about like, hey, who's that guy? Is that guy watching me? Like, it's funny when I watched it with my wife. She uh, thought she was like, oh, that has to be a mannequin or something, right? Like, I thought the same thing too. I'm like, oh, watch right? it be a mannequin yes. when they go to the apartment, yes. right? Um, which brings me to my main point here. Like this movie, um, it might seem familiar because there are a lot of basic genre tropes done here, right? Um, right. Like we have the wife that's alone, the wife that's not being uh, listened to or understood. She thinks uh, right. she, they assume she's going crazy, all that stuff. There's a lot of basic things in the story that could have gone horribly wrong, but didn't. You know what I mean? Um, for instance, one main like one main thing that sticks to me personally as a husband and a father is how the the husband was actually very sympathetic and empathizing with her you you see a husband usually be like oh you know you're crazy whatever get back to like stop yeah. looking out the window kind of thing he went he, out of his way to you know believe her to listen to her to go to the um, apartment across the street to go to the supermarket to find the security cameras i mean like yeah he went it was yeah. yes it was important that they showed that stuff 100 percent. yeah to an extent mm-hmm. to the point where he finally was like he's like yo listen look, like like look, yeah th- there's nothing going on here man just give it a break you know like like it got to that point after a certain time right but it helped the story right. along uh, yes it, it helped his character along too to so oh this guy's not like he's not a dirtbag or he's not right, like having you know, an affair or something like that here yeah, I mean? because it would it would raise the question immediately of like why would you move to a different country for this guy if he's yes. such an asshole to you, you exactly know? but it, exactly but then, then no it's it's clear that he tried yes it, it, that's the yes and then uh yeah. another kind of like example of uh, of my point is where she doesn't tell anybody right away right like right. yeah she has these feelings like these first thoughts but she doesn't tell anybody right but then like it kind of makes sense because she's like you know what like i don't want to freak anybody out you know it's probably just me you know it's um, I'm a stranger here. I'm, I might have like misunderstood something, which is a very smart character thing because most people, um, and most characters written into this situation, would be like, "Oh my god, that guy's over across!" Like they'll jump to a conclusion, making them seem crazy right away, right? Like making them like right. go completely like dramatic and uh, like um, over the top and unbelievable. But like they wrote this. Very simplistically. So we're like, okay, we're going to follow along. We're going to play along with this for a while. And then it's going to go to a point where, hey, like, you know, this is going to be a predictable story where on, on purpose, they got to a point where you thought there was predictability there, right? Where the guy was right. like, you know what? You know what? Screw this, man. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you, but blah, blah, blah. let's, uh, you know, let's let this go. And then they start to turn, specifically when they're at that party, right? Um, After they yeah. have that confrontation with the neighbor, right? Um, yep. And she's like, wait a minute, because he didn't know she's been learning Romanian and she understood like the whole inside joke or whatever he was trying to tell with his friends. And that's when everything starts to turn, you know? That's where everything, yeah, you, like, you're very so smartly right. written at stuff. That- 
at that point, the pivot kicks in. Yes. And then, then we get into the climax. Yes. Which, so, okay. So before we get into it, uh, one of the things we have noticed, like one of the things we have mentioned in the past and we have highlighted in past episodes is a slow burn with a effective payoff mm-hmm. like we've we've talked about slow burns in the past being meaningless if there's no burn yes if there's if there's no end point yes you know correct. if there's no explosion mm-hmm. right like what's the slow burn without an explosion you know so exactly but here we Man. get like <laughs> wow like it's it's very satisfying like that's the thing like so Thankfully, it's not a it's all in her head kind of thing. Yeah, no, this it, this dude. Like, you know so what? Two texts. I kind of I don't so even want to give too much away either on the on okay. even on, even on the cast honestly because okay. I feel if anything will will yeah, if take another if combo on this. Yeah, if you're still listening to us after we told you we're spoiling things. Yeah. Okay, we'll we'll give you just a bit yeah, more grace well, because it is that good of an it experience. It is that right? good, and it's like with um the same thing, um with the orphan two, right? With that little twist, that you know is like, what? yo, you know what? I don't want to spoil that twist for you. You got to watch it. You know, you no, know, you're right. Okay, so Watcher does do that. Okay, yes. so we can we can talk about how good the twist is then. We, yes. It's just, it's good that, like, it's not in her head. I, I think Thank that's you. ultimately yes. what I want to say, is that it's good that, like, uh, the reveal wasn't that, like, yes. oh, she imagined this. We can agree 100% yes. to end it like that, because I honestly thought, it's specifically in the, in the scene where they go back to the supermarket, and they're, and they're looking at security cameras, right? And I'm like, oh, my God, watch it be all in her head. Like, because at first, you don't see anybody there. She's like, uh, right. yes. like yes. they make you think, wait a minute, like, is she really telling the truth there is she crazy and then he pops right. up and, and she's like that's him there he is and then everything kind of goes like okay good like y- you can see him too right it's like one of those things it's like a ghost thing you can see you can see the ghost too right I, I'm, right I'm not just making this up and that's another you know cool little turn there in the story that it's like hey she's not making this up there is somebody actually there because up until that point it's just her right and her yeah. it, and her just walking around the city and, you know, seeing this guy, you know, but it's only from her account. It's only then when we see the security tape and the husband see the security tape that they're like, oh, you know, <laughs> there is a guy actually, you know, following you around. But um, th- that being said, when it comes to the the climax of everything, you completely do not see it coming to where, like, I fucking just popped you know, yeah, where I was like, the fact oh, that, my like, God. We don't even you know? want to say what the, the final climax no, yeah, is. You yeah. know, um, like, it, even in a full spoiler review, we don't want to talk because it's that's the thing. It's so well done. It's that special, it's, folks. I think yes. we'll be giving a full like like thoughts again about this conclusion of and climax of this movie in our year end goldies honestly i mean um, it's coming this, yeah just like it's coming. in a couple months we're we're getting the it's getting a goldie it's gotten the very first it's got the inaugural editor's choice yeah. award for the morgue Dude, so like 10 out of 10 that deserves means, that yeah um, that means something it's yeah. a full 10 out of 10 and like if, if, if you guys know my ratings like i don't give 10s out there like that um i really the, don't. I don't i think this is like the first one since like Invisible Man, I think. I think did Honestly, Invisible Man get a ten? Yes. I think Invisible Man got a ten as well. I I think Invisible Man also got a yeah, ten. Yeah, it's so it's, it's just like... overall with everything in the equation from the story to the production 
to the mm-hmm. cast, to the actual horror of everything, to the actual, um, to the end, like what it means to everything, you know? Um, right. It got full points across the board just because it's so, it's such a memorable movie. It's so well made. It's, it, yeah. And in terms of production, you, you recall, it's like, oh my God, that's it. It's over. I want to watch this again. You know, like it's one of those films and it's a rare find, especially th- th- this day and age, post pandemic, honestly. It's been hard yeah, to find tens, bro, post pandemic. And Shudder, Shudder 2, like that's the thing. When they, you know, when they hit, they hit. Yes. They have some, they have some like real hidden gems. And they have and some like, really bad gems as well. And that's there. the other thing, right? So, like it's such, it's such a crapshoot. Yeah. So Tex sometimes. put it right. When Shudder hits on something, it fucking hits. And I am so, 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 so glad that they were able to put this on their website, on their streaming service out there for everyone who has the service and can watch it for free. It's it's, it's a gem. It's a true, um, it's a true horror story um, from start to finish. I can't recommend it enough. It's one of the best written like horror movies I've seen in a long time, like in terms of just keeping you on that edge, keeping you in uh, in in utter suspense as to what's going to happen next. You thought that was going to happen, but it didn't. And and with that, folks, we're going to leave this episode. Go watch Watcher. It's on Shutter. I know it's on Amazon Prime to rent. Um, it's probably on some other VOD services out there. Please find yeah. some time to watch that. Go watch She-Hulk on Disney+. Plus. You got the first three episodes on there. Um, every new episode pops up every Thursday morning. So you guys can binge it. It's like 21 minutes of your time. Legit. I yeah. I, I caught up like immediately. Um, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be absolutely fine. Once again, folks, thank you so much for listening. This was episode 122 of the Morgan Official Course Feed Podcast. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. I want to give a special shout out to Glenn Morawski for the music. Special shout out to Del Virus for the artwork. Special shout out to you guys for listening to us. I know you guys are listening. Thank you so much. We have 121 of these things for you in the archives. Along with that, folks, you can catch this episode on YouTube every Thursday at 420 live. Um, you can also catch The Crypt, our watch along series, right? Um, you can mm-hmm. also catch Scary World, our, our straight up horror series. And they're all available to you anywhere you guys can you know, listen to podcasts. So please um, rate, subscribe, like, um, comment, share, add, anything you need to do to make sure we pop up in your feed every Thursday. Please do that right now. Thank you so much. Again, folks, the scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it. Mm-hmm.